You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, the self-improvement addict, and the holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories with my Uber drivers, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. One thing, if you're following me, you probably know is that I'm a big Bravo junkie. And one of my favorite shows that I'm currently obsessing over right now is Summer House, which just kicked off its third season. And it is so juicy. It's about a group of friends that share a house together for the summer. And in between their daily grind, there's lots of drunken debauchery. Is great. And I'm excited to chat with one of the OG stars of the show today. Please welcome back on Hashtag No Filter, Mr. Carl Radke. Hello, hello. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate the intro there. That was that was well said. <laughs> how, how are you? You seem to have have come into this new season as like a new man almost. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of un, unintentionally coined myself Carl 3.0. I uh, worked worked out some of the kinks, I, I think. I saw I saw a tweet this morning um, where somebody said Carl 3.0 hasn't annoyed me yet. So you seem to have a nice reception so far. Yeah, I would say it's a complete reversal from the last uh, two years with with some of the, the audience watching. You know, I've definitely definitely learned to learn a lot about myself after watching the first two seasons. And, you know, I'm growing up. I'm trying to make some changes. But, you know, we're, we're all human. I so, bet, yeah. Carl 3.0 may not last. <laughs> Do you get a lot of girls that slide in or even guys that slide into your DMs that are fans of the show? I, listen, it's I do. I Because, like, you walk uh, around half naked, like, every week on this show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's cameras in the bedroom. It, it's impossible to avoid that. But, no, I get a ton of DMs. I mean, obviously, it's it's great to get messages, but it's it's overwhelming. I can't, I can't respond to, to most of them just because it's too much. Yeah. Do you have you ever gone on a date with anybody that slid into your DMs or like met up with I've, them in real life? I've never met up with anybody. I mean, I've definitely like you know people ask me questions about where to go in the Hamptons or you know okay. what shirt was I wearing, but I usually just keep it at that. It's it's just you never know if someone's trying to catfish you or uh, you know trying to you know make you look bad and screenshot some of your text. So I, I generally just say thanks and you know move on. It's so common. You see so many people that are on TV they get caught up in that same cycle where they like send dick pics or they're like, you know, getting in risque conversations and then the screenshots end up on like radar online. Yeah, I mean, there <laughs> I I've, I'm like fearing of like there was the James Franco a couple years ago where it was like yes. a 16 year old girl and he had been sending sending pictures too. So I, I keep it pretty PG. Smart. Um, but you know, people make fun of me or say mean things. I I, I might clap back. It just depends on how how I'm feeling. I like it. Okay, so the new season, you have three newbies. You have Paige, Jordan, and Hannah. What were your yep. initial impressions of each of them when you first met them? I mean, I, I had known Hannah from because she works at Betch or worked at Betches, mm. and she interviewed me last year with Steven. Um, so I had a little bit of experience with her, just you know, kind of with the interview. And I, I was a little worried about her just because she's, you know, she has no filter. She's from Brooklyn. She kind of likes to talk shit. So I was a little scared, but, you know, she ended up being really cool. Um, you know, Paige is obviously, you know, she's a babe, uh, very attractive girl. That was my first impression. You know, I didn't really know much about her. And then, you know, Jordan, um, I'd heard from other people he's a good guy. I mean, my first impression seems like, you know, we got another dude in the house, thank God. But, you know, I think he's he's ruffling a lot of feathers. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely seems to have taken the title of like douchebag on the season. Like people are not responding <laughs> well to him. 
Yeah, and I, I listen. I like Jordan. I think you know when you're in the first season of sh- you know filming a show, like it's just it's it's a lot. It's different. Like you know you're you know, you're drinking. You're kind of in a different situations. I think you know really trying to own up to your true self is what you got to do. And I think he'll learn. Um, hopefully, after watching this, these last couple episodes, like hey, he's got to just own stuff. It seems like he's just kind of being. He's like playing up the character. Do, yeah, do you think he came in too hot? And is he kind of regretting how, you know, he kind of came off a bit too douchey for the audience to appreciate? I mean, I think he, I think he's, he has a high, you know, he's very confident in himself. I think he maybe thinks it's not the end of the world and not a big deal that he's behaving the way he is. It is entertainment. I mean, listen, yeah. I hang out with him in the city. He is a smart dude. He's fun. He's a cool guy. Like I, you know, as far as how he react, you know, behaves with women, you know, I've obviously made some mistakes, so I don't want to throw too much shade at him. But um, no, I think he's been a good addition. I mean, as long as it takes the heat off me. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that the editing makes him look worse than he actually is? Or do you think that, you know, and there are other good tra- traits and qualities that we haven't gotten to see yet? I think you'll see some parts of him that are definitely good parts. I mean, but listen, it's all we all do different things. But I think he definitely is kind of trying to be a certain way sometimes. But the editing doesn't help him either. And then... You know, just kind of how he does things. There's certain things I didn't know he was doing, like in his room doing yoga in the morning, which kind of a little weird. <laughs> um, his, his his obsession with his hair. Um, he has great so, hair. I don't know. I mean, I like him, but I think, you know, again, he's playing a good a, a good role for us as far as stirring the pot and, and causing some drama. Yeah, he's kind of given you and Kyle a little bit of a break this season. I think we need a break because it's been <laughs> just nonstop. <laughs> So what was in Kyle's 17-page letter? Did you read the whole thing? Um, I did not read the whole thing. I essentially, um, it, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I controlled F. So I just got the email. There's no way to read the whole thing. It's just like a dissertation. It's like, you know, it's like, um, i trying to think of like that uh, Moby Dick. I mean, it's like a monster thing. I just didn't have the time. So I controlled F and just searched Carl. And that's all I read was just the, the parts, parts that are related to you. What do you think motivated him to send everybody a 17 page email about his situation with Amanda? I mean, I think he just wanted one concise way to get it all out. I, he's you know, even when he texts, he texts really long text messages. So it's mm-hmm. just in his blood. Wordy. Um, but I think he just wanted to lay it all out there and kind of map out why he was frustrated and, you know, airing his grievances. I mean, some of the stuff I think definitely is valid. I honestly think he could have maybe handled it a little bit better as far as like some of the individuals, like, I mean, you would know this, but like some of the, you know, the people on the show in the past, it's not even easy to get a word in edgewise if you were to meet them in person and tell him it's frustration. So So, I think it was a way for him to to air out his feelings without having anybody, you know, interrupt him or, you know, get in the way of what he wanted to say. So are you team Lindsay or team Kyle and Amanda? (laughs) I mean, I'm team Kyle and Amanda. I get why. For the, I mean, I'm team like Kyle and Anna for the most part. I get why like Kyle's frustrated. I get why Lindsay thought it was a little weird with, you know, how their their relationship maybe was, you know, kind of not necessarily fake, but I mean, they're presenting them like nothing ever is wrong. Kyle didn't cheat. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be Switzerland in this one, but I think <laughs> I get both sides a little bit. But I think overall, it's like I think Amanda was kind of thrown, you know, really attacked last year at the reunion. I think people unfollowing her definitely is very petty and stupid, but, you know, we were able to get through it. So I feel good about where we are now. So Amanda obviously survived through season into season three. Do you miss the Workers Twins at all? 
Um, I, I listen, they were, we had a lot of fun together. Obviously there was a lot of drama between Lauren and myself and, you know, occasionally Ashley, but, you know, I think it was time for, you know, some new, new faces. I mean, I think, you know, Ashley's having a baby, Lauren, you know, I think we kind of hit a, a wall of whether like it was going to be me or her. Truthfully, I don't know how they made that decision to have her and not me, or I'm sorry, have me and not her. But honestly, I'm happy. I'm, I think it was for the better of, for everybody. Do you, what's your current relationship status with Lauren? Have you guys talked recently? Do you stay in touch? I have, I have not talked to her. I think, you know, after you date someone off and on and you go through stuff on TV, it, I think it's just best to just kind of part, you know, just go cold turkey. Like I, I see her periodically, like at an event in the fall, but she actually, she moved back to California. Mm. So she's no longer even in the city. So I think, listen, I'm at some point I could be friends with her, but there was just too many, too much, too many old wounds. that I just didn't want to reopen. And I just want to, to move on and be happy. Do you think that she would still be interested in pursuing a relationship with you? If you gave her the opportunity? Uh, hell no. Really? That ship, that ship is completely over it. Yeah. What happened? The Carl magic wore off. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like I said, there's when you date someone on TV and then it spills over into real life and then, you know, all the emotions of being on TV and then not and then dating other people, the pressure of New York, um, you know, the fact that I was kind of not on the same page as she was, I maybe, you know, let her on. I don't know. Like I just, it's just, it's a hard situation, I think, to be in a relationship with regardless of, you know, TV or not. But I, yeah, <laughs> we struggled a lot. I wish her the best. I honestly do. Okay. What about Steven? Are you happy to see he got fired? <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, like, I'm not, I mean, I don't wish any ill will on him. Obviously, you know, obviously, you know, things that occur between us were, were very challenging. Um, I think everybody can understand like, Hey, listen, we, I didn't make the decision about, you know, who's coming back or whatever. It was, you know, they moved on from him and I was honestly, it was happy that we're going to make some changes. I think we needed to as a show, but again, you know, I wish him all the best. I, I don't speak to him. We're not friends. I honestly don't know what he's up to, but I, again, I don't wish any ill will on him. Would you have a friendship with him given the opportunity? Like if he really showed remorse for some of the stuff you guys went through last season and opened up the door to have a friendship again, do you think that there's hope? Um, I don't know. I think it would take some time. I mean, I think we're just, there's again, there's so much kind of history with just, you know, talking behind each other's backs, sharing, sharing news about each other that shouldn't be shared. Um, I would, it would take some, some time for me to get over that, even if he was, you know, like completely remorseful or, or just wanting to move forward with friendship. I just, I've never had anything like that before with, with a friend um, where they, you know, are constantly in your business and always trying to like talk drama and all that. But, you know, it happened. So do you, just, do you think he got caught up in the hype of the show and kind of like being the instigator that, you know, poked at everybody's drama? Or do you think that's think, just naturally who he is? I think that there is an element of that's who he is. I mean, there's just, you know, even with, I've just noticed, and I've said this on some other interviews is, I mean, his friendships have changed dramatically since I've met him. I mean, you know, some, 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 one of his girlfriends or people that come into his life, they're very, very short period of time. So that to me means there's a behavioral thing that he does or how he is that just rubs people wrong. Um, but he's always about like calling no bullshit. So like he shares a lot about people and talks a lot of shit. Mm. So 
I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what really got them. Maybe, you know, he, he's a, he's a reality TV show junkie. I will say that. So I, I think he had him in, in, in envisioning himself as a certain way on the show where me, I never really watched reality. I'm just being myself. Right. So. So you're claiming to be a recovering fuckboy this season, Carl. How's that? <laughs> how is that going? Have you slipped back into any of your fuckboy tendencies? No, I've been pretty good. I mean, I, I think, you know, again, when you see yourself on TV kind of treating and acting the way I was acting, you know, I think a lot of people, girls and guys included, all have fuckboy tendencies in some way. I just happen to live it out on TV. Yeah. But, you know, I made some adjustments. I'm trying to be more, you know, upfront about my intentions with girls. I've been a lot more reserved and just, you know, how I've been going about things. I'm really focused on myself and focused on my mom, focused on my job. And then hopefully a nice lady will come along after that. Is there a ring or some kids in the near future? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe I mean, some, like some baby a... pages. <laughs> I mean, Paige is great. Um, I can't give away too much of how that, that develops, but you know, we had a really fun time. Um, nothing got too serious, which is great. But um, yeah, who knows? I mean, if there's another season, obviously we'll see how that goes, but you know, I'd like to be married in the next two to three years, but wow, right now soon. it's Carl time. Okay. Yeah, but by, by the time I'm 38, I'd like to be married. Okay. So you tend to make out in the pantry a lot. Why does that yeah. seem to be the number one place that everybody likes to go to make out, especially when there are cameras all over the house? Like, we all know what you're doing in the pantry. Well, I, it just, it would seem like a good place, but the pantries were all the snacks and mm. all the alcohol is. So it's, there's a lot of different reasons to go in there. And I don't know. I think we were just trying to have a little fun. We were drunk and the pantry just was the closest place where nobody would really see us. But obviously you could hear us, <laughs> which I did. we didn't know that the audio could pick up making out in the, in the pantry. Yeah, there was a lot of making out in there. Is that like your go to spot? That's I call it pantry house. So <laughs> I think if we do another season, they're going to definitely put cameras in the pantry if there is one. So the show does definitely make it look like you guys are all getting laid like every night. How often are we getting laid in the summer house? I mean, I would say for me, I mean, very little. I mean, I've, I've truthfully never like on camera had sex in the summer house. It looks like I do because, you know, when I'm in bed with someone, but it's very awkward to be like, you know, having sex and knowing there's a knowing camera in the corner of the room. Now, some of the other people in the house have all, you know, for the most part have had sex. I just... I wasn't comfortable with that. And some of the girls I've been with were not comfortable with that either. Do you think Jordan gets turned on by the fact that the cameras are on him? I feel like he's very much into, <laughs> yeah, well, he's, into he's performing. Yeah, he's a model. And I think the, the models know where the camera is. And I think he likes you know, that attention. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be, it's going to be fun to see the next couple episodes where Jordan is trying to find other girls now and seeing how that plays out. Who do you think gets the most unfair edit on the show that probably deserves a little more credit than he or she actually gets? Um, honestly, I think everybody gets a fair edit. I mean, it, they they honestly balance it all out. I mean, there's certain people I wish. I mean, in the in the past, I felt like I got a tougher one, but after weighing it all out, I mean, it is me. Like I did some of those things. I'm an enhanced version of me. It's, I'm on steroids, but for the most part, I think we all get a fair edit. Truthfully, I really do. So are you guys only in the summer house during the weekends and you guys are actually at your day jobs throughout the week? Yeah, like Monday through Friday, we all have our, our jobs, whether, you know, Lindsay's got a PR firm, Kyle's doing his entrepreneur stuff. You know, I've been working in sales. Um, yeah, we work Monday through Friday and then that Friday, you know, Friday afternoon hits, we all hop in a car and, and drive to the Hamptons. 
Okay, so Joe Reed, Joe Reed on Twitter says that unless the summer house ends with Carl fucking someone named Quota, I have no idea why we're being subjected to this nightmare where he keeps telling us about his sales figures. So Carl, how how did your did you end up making your sales, and do you still have a job there? I. I'm not allowed to give it away, but you can kind of sense that things are not going well. And truthfully, I was kind of getting to a place where I was just frustrated with work. And listen, when you're in sales, you talk about quota every day. Yeah. So if that person doesn't understand that, that's just that's that not person's not in sales, like, and that's why he's on Twitter. Yeah, that's why he's trolling me. But yeah, I mean, listen, it's to make money in New York, it's stressful. And then when you know, listen, we are spending money on these weekends. We are, you know, working in pretty intense jobs or trying to just pay our rent. And, yeah. you know, that was important to talk about like my focus, which was tr- truthfully trying to make money um, versus chasing chicks. So what, what projects are you currently working on outside of the summer house? Yeah. So like I'm, I'm working with a, a technology company called spot fund S P O T F U N D. It's like a GoFundMe uh, for like nonprofits. So essentially, it's like a mobile fundraising platform. So I can pull out my phone and donate to a, a cause or a charity of my choice. Um, so I'm advising them. I do. A, I also co-host a podcast on sales and marketing called One Question XYZ. Um, I stole some of those bars I told you about before, Kind Regards and the Lately that I invest in. Yeah. Um, we're, having a, we're having our two-year anniversary of Kind Regards this Thursday. Nice. Yeah. Um, I do some other investments. Yeah, man, I'm just... I got a lot of things cooking, all exciting things. But yeah, I got my hands in lots of lots of places. A true East Coast entrepreneur. Exactly. I mean, if you're in New York, you literally have five different hustles. If you don't, you probably don't live in New York. Yeah, in in LA, if you're you have five different Instagram accounts, <laughs> you're, you're very much in the social exactly. needs. Um, yeah, no, it's a totally it's different. Totally different culture. Um, okay, so I want to... So in the trailer, we did see a little teaser about the Vanderpump Rules cast coming back onto Summer House this season. Yep. Can you give me any any teases of what's to come with the Vanderpump Rules cast? Yeah, so, I mean, listen, they they, they pay us a visit. Um, I All I can say is it's... Yeah, you'll meet Stassi and, and, and Bo and then Katie and Tom. Um, I, it's kind of a blur what happened that weekend, so I really mm-hmm. don't know what you will end up watching. But we really had a good weekend with them. Anytime that they come out there, it's always fun. But I think we're just such a different kind of show. I mean, obviously, we, you know, staying in the house all weekend together, you know, could you imagine if Vanderpump Rules lived in the house for a weekend? No. Every episode? Oh, my God. It would be a different kind of thing. Yeah. How do you like Bo? But no, we had a good trip. Bo's great. I love Bo. Super He's- cool guy. I think she. I think they're great together. I mean, the, the times we spent were, were really fun. He's definitely. He's definitely one of the boys. Was there ever a chance that you thought you may have you may have been interested in hooking up with Stassi? <laughs> uh, no, never. No, just Sheena. Just Sheena. I mean, I think Sheena. I saw Sheena at. Um, well, I didn't see her in person, but she was at Watch What Happens Live uh, two weeks ago. And yeah, she's. I think Sheena's attractive. She's fun. I think she definitely takes a bad rap sometimes for certain things but i've always i've always had fun with her she's really cool okay would you have babies with sheena over Paige? <laughs> oh man i don't know i mean i don't know if either of those girls would have babies with me so that's kind of a, a double-edged sword ah uh, well sheena seems to be <laughs> she's dating around she doesn't seem to be committing but she looks like she's having fun living her life i, I think she's having fun I and mean, like I, I you should have fun and listen i think she's probably going to get down get to that point soon but 
I don't know. Our lives are so busy and crazy. It's, it's hard to, to juggle it all. Okay. Okay. I want to play a fun game called Do You Ship Them? So we're going to pull some of the couples on the show on Summer House right now. And I want to know, based off of what we've seen on the show right now and your mindset in episode four-ish of the new season of Summer House, whether or not you think this is going to last or it's going to fizzle out. Okay. Okay. First one, Lin- Lindsay and Everett. Are they going to get back together based off of your prediction no. in the house? No, you think that's done. It's done. Do you think that she would get back with him if she had the opportunity? She seems to be pretty sprung on him. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's gotten to a point where, you know, it's kind of like that almost like after you break up and then you kind of hook up maybe one or two times after the breakup, then you kind of just fall off. I got, I'm kind of predicting that, you know, they'll see other people and go their own different ways, but I think they could still be friends, but no, I don't think they'll, they'll be able to get back together. No, you don't think he'll end up back on the show. Is he off the show by choice? Uh, um, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, again, they make, you know, the, the people at Bravo, they make the different decisions about, you know, who they want. Um, I just get the phone call and show up when I'm told. <laughs> okay. What about Jordan and Danielle? This is a big one that's playing out this season. He seems to be really kind yeah. of playing with her. Do you bet your money on this couple? Do you think he secretly likes her and doesn't want to admit it? Um, I think he did initially, but I think there's just, Again, in the framework of a TV show, it's hard to to meet someone legitimately like while they're filming and just kind of being like it's actually real. Um, but they're definitely not going to make it. No chance in hell. She's. I think the way he's spoken about her a little bit has been tough, and I know Danielle's got other options for sure. Okay, do you think that um, she came on a little too strong, and that's a turnoff that got the girls should kind of play a little hard to catch? I didn't think she was that to you know to came on too strong and listen i've dated danielle and i've <laughs> you know we've had a really good time together but i i never felt that way with her um it just didn't work out for other different reasons so no i don't think it came on too strong i think jordan just was a little scared about just the fact that she's in the house and maybe things were i don't know i, I honestly i think he should have had a little bit more fun with her before worrying about if it's getting too serious yeah you should have given him some pointers about getting too serious too soon with one of the girls in the house without like keeping I, your options open. I kind of give him some, I kind of, there are some conversations that didn't make the show that I, I kind of pulled on the side. I was trying to advise him. I was like, don't worry, man, just have fun. Daniel's yeah. a good girl. She definitely is always down to, you know, some fun and live it up. It's, it's the summer. I mean, who cares? Would you ship Jordan with Sheena? <laughs> um, no. No, no Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't think Jordan, that's not his type. I think he needs, you know, Jordan's from the South. He's from Atlanta. Uh, he's, you know, got a very, uh, he's very focused on his religion. And I think he needs someone that's a little bit more, you know, family, family oriented. Not that Sheen is not, but, but, you know, someone a little bit more um, Southern, I guess, like a Southern belle, I think would be Jordan's yeah, up his she, alley. Sheen is not Southern. She's very LA. She's very West Hollywood. She, very LA, but that's, you know, I don't think, I think Sheena would just wouldn't, it wouldn't, they wouldn't, wouldn't vibe. vibe. Yeah. What about Amanda and Kyle? You think they're going to go oh, all the way? They're, yeah, they're in it to win it. I think they're going to be great. Well, they're, we, they're, well, I think they're a great couple. I love them. Kyle Jr. Anytime soon. <laughs> uh, she's younger, so I don't think she's quite ready for that, but I would say in the next two years, maybe a baby. Wow, babies and you potentially getting married in the next two years? It sounds like Summer House might be settling down. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, this, this is all speculation. Okay, so if you had to choose, if you had to spend 24 hours with Paige or Lauren, who would you choose and why? Uh, I would say Paige. Paige. Paige, I mean, Paige is fun. We've, she laughs at a lot of my dumb jokes. I think we have a lot of similar interests. I think we could just get along without having it being too serious. Uh, where I think with Lauren, things got very serious and very um, intense very quickly. And that's just wasn't what I was looking for. So I would say Paige. Okay. And you seem to be in a different place now where you are looking to be a little more settled. Do you think Paige is in that same mind frame? So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely like, I, I've, you know, after Kyle and Amanda have been getting more serious and a lot of my friends just outside of the show, you know, they're all engaged or married. Um, you know, I feel a little bit of pressure to kind of move that route. But, you know, when you're in the summer, it's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind a girlfriend. But I also kind of figured out that if you don't have a, your job figured out or if you're not as confident with, you know, where you are in your career, it's harder to, to you know, open up and be with someone. So I've been trying to get my shit together first before really focusing on dating someone. Smart. Okay, so of you, Kyle, and Jordan, the three guys in the summer house currently, who would you rank as the biggest fuckboy this season? <laughs> uh, Jordan, for sure. Jordan. And then would it be you or Jordan. Kyle next? I mean, I just, by the, by the nature of just, just <laughs> who's left, I mean, it has to be me because Kyle is in a relationship. I mean, you know, I, it would be me just by osmosis. Okay, Carl, let's rank you and let's see how much of a fuckboy you are currently, okay? We're going to play a round of confessions of a fuckboy. So I'm going to ask you some common fuckboy traits and you tell me how soon it's been since you've done each of these. Okay, when was the last time you left a girl on red without responding? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, probably like last week. Oh, my gosh, Carl. I thought you were recovering. but if it's someone that I haven't hooked up with yet, or I've just met okay. them out and they're like, we exchange numbers, but like, I don't respond sometimes because I just, I either just didn't remember or there's just really no, nothing to okay. respond about. It's like just dumb conversation. Okay. When was the last time you ghosted a girl that you were like talking to? Uh, quite a while. I've been really up, up front and clear with any girl I've dated or gone out with that. Like, Hey, I'm either not interested or, you know, it's better off for his friends. So honestly, probably at least a year, if not longer. Ghosting is the worst. Okay. When was your last one night stand? Say that again? Last one night stand. Uh, Last one night stand. I mean, quite a while, probably like at least a year and a half. Okay. How are you, how are you currently meeting girls? Like, are you on apps? Do you go out? Like, what is your standard? Uh, Going out meeting through friends. Um, you know, I definitely, I like to get to be friends first with a lot of these girls. So I definitely have a lot of friends that are, you know, attractive and cool, but I like to kind of build a little bit of a understanding of who they are before I go down that route. Cause I, you know, it's, it's easy. It's easier to meet girls. I would say in New York, just obviously being on a show, but yeah. it's also harder to find, I think someone who's legit and serious. So I, I take a little bit more time and I like to be careful just cause I don't, I don't know if it's someone out to, you know, make you look bad or they're just looking to hang out with me because I'm on, you know, I'm on Bravo. Yeah. Okay. What was the last, when was the last time you invited a girl over just to Netflix and chill? Um, probably this fall. I mean, maybe. Okay. So it's yeah, been a minute. End of, the, end of the summer or fall. Okay. Last time you Snapchatted a dirty photo to a girl. Uh, l- probably at least three years. Oh, Wow. Time. Okay, not oh, into God, sexting. Yeah, I, I don't, 
I don't send, I don't send dirty photos. I mean, I'll send a picture of like me, but it's not dirty. You yeah. Know? Not like nothing, nothing too crazy. They have to, they have to meet you in person to get the full experience. Yeah. I mean, once they meet me in person, then if I'm dating someone, then yeah, I'll send, I'll send naughty photos to someone I'm dating. Okay. Uh, last time you were talking to a girl and then started hitting on one of her friends. <laughs> uh, long time. I mean, I would say three years. Okay. Last time you covered for a fellow bro when he cheated on his girlfriend. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I don't have that many friends that do that kind of stuff. I, I, I'm not, a, I hate cheating personally. Yeah. So like, obviously with some of the stuff that's gone with Kyle is disappointing, but, um, I've actually been lucky. I've never really been put in a position to have to cover. I just, I usually don't, I'm usually really upset with my friends if I know that there's something going on. But for the most part, I haven't had to cover because my, my friends don't do that. Okay. I like this more mature side of Carl, Carl Radke that we're getting to see today. Yeah. Thank you. So what can you tease before we close out the show? What can you tease about the the upcoming episodes on Summer House this season? Anything? Yeah. Really I, mean, I think you'll see, obviously, you know, Paige and I, you know, we've made out at this point. Um, I've definitely, you know, started to kind of have some fun with her and I think getting to know her more. Um, that's obviously really cool. I think you'll see, you know, some more updates. I think you'll see an appearance from my mom, mm. which is great. So mom visits, which is going to be an awesome episode. And then. I think you'll just see, like, you know, throughout the, like, as the summer comes to a close, just how much builds up. Um, I'm really pumped about seeing how everything kind of unfolds at the end. It's a really epic last episode. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for calling in, Carl. Where can people go to keep up with you and, and you know, follow your your outside summer house like, adventures? Yeah, they can. I mean, on Instagram, it would be at Carl Radke, Twitter, at Carl Radke, and then... Anything about me you want to know, you can go to wearenation.co. That's kind of my page with my investments, you know, where I work, uh, different projects I do, uh, all that good stuff. And then you can watch Summer House, 10 p.m., Bravo, at Monday nights after Vanderpump Rules. Awesome. Thank you so much for calling in, Carl. Cool. Thanks, Zach. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Be sure to catch Carl Radke on the new season of Summer House Mondays on Bravo right after Vanderpump Rules. You can also catch me on the Vanderpump Rules after show on AfterBuzz TV. Don't miss that. Thank you for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Don't forget to subscribe and listen every Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places where everywhere you're listening to your podcast. So go and subscribe and leave me a five-star review again because I just love the validation and I want to be validated today. Follow me at Just Plain Zach if you're not doing so already. And get ready. The new season of Hashtag Adulting is coming very, very soon. So go and subscribe to that podcast right now. All right. I got to go catch up on all these other episodes of Vanderpump Rules and Summer House. So stay tuned. Follow me at Just Plain Zach, and I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.